Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot these days. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. What's going on, you guys? Happy Friday, happy hour. We're back with you girls, Abs and Ash. And I'm high on life because this week is a very special week for us and for all of you listeners because Ashley and I will be convening. We will be frolicking around the city together because she's coming to Nashville. And boy, do we have a jam-packed schedule. We have activities going from 7 a.m. till well into the morning hours. They include dive bars, (laughs) Taylor Swift, um, just a plethora driving around from place to place, thing to thing, telling tales along the way, reading books. But we made sure in all of this chaos where we don't have time, where we're having to make cuts. Have we been to this restaurant before? What do we cut out? How do we do it all? We still said no. There's two things we need to carve out time for. One is making friendship bracelets and the other is watching Country Strong. (laughs) Yes. And it's times like these. Last night we were FaceTiming and talking about the itinerary. And I wonder, do other friend groups when they visit each other in their cities and everything carve out itinerary time and like realize we don't have enough time to get all of these activities and we must wake up at 7 a.m.? Or are we just I think No, I think they 100% do, but I don't know that they're prioritizing silly stuff that we do just for the sake of a bit, i.e. country mm-hmm. strong and reading out loud to one another in the car while we're going from event to event. I know people are my people when they lean into the theme. <laughs> and obviously the theme this week is like music, music city, baby. Yeah, I might Nashville. bring my guitar to my carry on. <laughs> are you bringing a cowboy hat? Well, I actually, I'm staring at one in my closet and I was actually thinking, should I bring it? But you have so many. Like, why should no, I bring No, I one? actually only have two. So I do think you should bring one. Okay, I'll bring a black yeah. one. <laughs> okay, perfect. But all I'm saying is if you don't lean into the bit, like I just don't know how to go through life without doing that. So obviously- it's Nashville themed weekend. Every weekend's Nashville themed weekend for me. But Country Strong, we've got to watch it. One of our friends, Allie, who's coming, has not seen it, which is actually a, a crime. Potentially, because a hate we crime. watch it all the time. We watch it all the time, and How it, it changed, the cracks. It changed my brain chemistry the first time I watched it. Like, I don't understand how it's not everyone's favorite movie. Well, she fessed up a long time to all of our friend group that she was like, "I'm gonna say it. I don't know a lot of the quotes that you guys are saying." She's like, I'm not as avid of a movie watcher as you. And I think that's another love language. You know, there's five of them. Let's add a sixth one. It's understanding pop culture and movie quote references and saying them to one another, reciting them. And then it becomes a folklore of your life. It does become a folklore of our life. Have we even experienced a lot of stuff together or are we just living through the movies? Are we actually as fun are as we, we living that we were? <laughs> yeah. Are we living life authentically? I sound like Sadie Robertson. Did I send you that TikTok? I think that this is a good business venture for us. What if we opened up a dive bar, but instead of streaming games, we streamed pop culture instead. We streamed the oh. Met Gala. We streamed the Oscars. And when those award shows aren't going on, we streamed Country Strong. <laughs> Actually, you're full of these five-star ideas, and we need to put them into work. We need to put them we into We streamed into The practice. Bachelor. 
Could you imagine yeah. all of the girls would flock and the types we want to be friends with because it would be the types that like $4 PBR is cash only, but also want to watch pop culture. <laughs> so it's really the kind, bar for us, like specifically for us. There's got to be more out there though than the ones that the few that we've already met. Yeah. Um, you're throwing darts, but like you're also, you know, watching the game, but the game is the pop culture But we're like game. airplaying People magazine who wore it better at the Met Gala, like pop culture yeah. and we're all like voting on it. <laughs> exactly. We're, we've got – on dry spells, we've got the Patreon of the Toast Plane. Oh, my God. I actually think there could be an audience for that. Oh, there's an audience, especially in transient cities. <laughs> yeah. That's such a good idea, Ashley. Oh, my God. And we'd name it some – we would name it something really clever – that has like pop culture to do with it in the name, so you know what you're getting yourself into. Oh yeah, we have like, to marinate. Words. Yeah, we have to yeah. marinate for so long because we've we've been known to screw up names, <laughs> just like this podcast. Yeah, yeah, we'd have to marinate for a really long time, but I think it could be really special. That is really special, and there would obviously be themed drinks for the events, not totally, just the beer over the regular totally, totally. times. It would attract the corporate ladder. That sounds so fun. Such a good crowd. Okay, not yeah. important. What is important though is the fact that we are just so inundated with pop culture and one time Abby and I were on a trip together and we said you know what we've been really running running ourselves ragged we've been chewing the rag and we've been running ourselves ragged let's leave this bar and scurry home it's, it's oh, first let's scurry home we have to put on Rosemary's Baby <laughs> oh my god we, we are so weird baby. for that we are so weird for that I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah, and this one's not as weird this one is like more people would do this but we also left a bar we were like we gotta get out of here got to go watch kicking and screaming that was rosemary's baby rosemary's baby and what would we have been talking about that would have led us to say we have to watch this i think we had been talking about how i had never seen it like why now yeah but it was like an iconic thing and we were like it's such a good movie from the 50s. It's scary. It's gory. <laughs> it's creepy. You're like, we, we would love it. We love all those things. And I'm like, you're right. And also that that night is burned into my brain because that is the night that, of the Nashville tornado. Do you remember? Not just that. That's when COVID was first coming out. When we thought, yeah. like, when we thought, like, we, without a shadow of a doubt, we'll get it no matter any under circumstances. Like, it's you will end up in the hospital no matter what. And you were sick as a yeah. dog. And I was like, yeah. you can't be in this bed while we watch Rosemary's Baby. What if you have COVID and I get COVID? No one knows what it is yet. Yeah, that was before school got canceled and everything. It was like the last week of civilization. And then the tornado sirens and what during Rosemary's Baby. And you were like, should we go lay in the bathtub? (laughs) What do they do in the movies? They get in a bathtub with a mattress and they like cover themselves. All good stuff. All good, good. All that to say, it's hard when you've already visited a city so many times because obviously major metropolitan areas, there's so much to do, so much to drink, so much to eat, so many things. And we're running ourselves ragged now. We've been there, it might be in the double digits in the next few years. But it kind of helps, it actually helps narrow it down because I'm like, okay, let's look at the list of things you guys have already done here and all the new things that like I've discovered since you've been here last. So there's, it's the gift that keeps on giving. We never run out of activities. That being said, the one gift that we will never tire of is tromping around Broadway. Never, ever spread our ashes on Broadway. I like honestly made a video about this and all these locals came out of the woodwork because people love to hate on Broadway here. Like, ew, Broadway, Broadway is for tourists. I understand hating on it. Maybe if you were live there, like, you know, 10 years ago when things were different but totally, you know totally. but it just never loses we its forgot lustre. we forgot to put in the itinerary that i want a picture on your shoulders on broadway 
Of course. And we can make that happen. Easy. Yeah. So anyways, back to the really important stuff really quick is that we will be watching Country Strong in all of its glory. It is about a fallen star, a fallen angel, and it just has so many good <laughs> songs in it. It has Garrett yeah. Hedlund, who I know Garrett from that. I know he's famous yeah. for vastly different reasons. Tim McGraw, Gwyneth Paltrow, Leighton Meester, and, yeah, and if you so like many life lessons. Show- if you like the show Nashville or like any singing show or anything to do with a country music, born. yeah, it's like that. It's like a, you know, a, a long time country celebrity, like a Reba or a Dolly Parton, if you will, like who's been around forever. And then like a young star and she's always struggling with, you know, what they always struggle with, alcohol and drugs and <laughs> depression and loneliness and trying to re- maintain love. And there's always someone younger and hotter. It's really some evergreen topics. And this time, though, to mix things up, we are going to go and take pictures in some of the scenes where they film the movie <laughs> at the stage, in the alley, behind the stage. 100%. Um, well, we're going to like watch into the dressing room of the stage or the opening scene of <laughs> with Garrett and Leighton Meester, like having the pep talk. That's where we're going to be. So we will go and create stills. That's what it, the word I was looking for. We're going to go recreate some stills, stills. later. And we'll oh definitely God. make a TikTok about that and all of its shining glory. And what is the lesson that you learned from Country Strong? Love and fame cannot coexist. Exactly. And you better remember that, sweetheart. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to pick one one day, obviously, since I'm going to be extremely famous. But until that day comes, I can just love whoever I want, right? Exactly. Um, And something else that I've been loving that you'll see when you come over to my apartment, I'm so excited to show Ashley my new apartment, is when you open up my pantry cabinet, you will see a giant shelf stocked full like a Costco warehouse of first form products. All up in here. Yeah, Abby's getting a little out of control because I have been sticking, as she knows, to the workout attire. She's been sticking to the big guns. So she, (laughs) all she has is rows and rows of protein and pills, protein and pills (laughs) and protein bars. A different kind of stars being born. (laughs) If you guys are unfamiliar, First Form has sponsored our podcast for a long time, and we're obsessed with our partnership with them. If you're obsessed with our our partner with them, yeah, we have like the best rep ever. Shout out Paige. She's literally so nice. We have a group chat with her, and I ask her like questions about fitness and life and love, the pursuit of happiness. Really, she's like our therapist too. I think everyone should. We should tell her that we'll we'll be together and send her content. But basically, First Form has literally everything under the sun from protein bars to meat sticks to different protein powders, post-workout stuff, vitamins, supplements, um, reds and greens. I know a lot of people are into drinking their greens these time of year. Um, and then also apparel. They have lots also, of apparel. Something that they have, which I'm going to order today because you reminded me to, yeah. is what is the thing that all everyone takes for their um, skin and their hair? Collagen. Yes, I will be ordering some collagen. Yes, they have literally every supplement you could ever imagine. It's kind of nice one-stop shop. I have tried almost every flavor of their protein bars, and I just ordered the last two that I haven't tried, so I'm super excited. We'll be reporting back. Um, But if you want to support us, support this show, support your own health and wellness, maybe get some new gym apparel, mix it up from the Lululemon or the Amazon of it all, go to the link in our show notes, and you will see lots of great things. And if you have any questions about what we recommend, shoot us a DM. We love we love interacting with you all. You should make a TikTok of the Dance Mom's Pyramid with the different first form bar flavors. Oh, my God. That's so smart. <laughs> to get the I next shipment. I will be doing that. 
Do you have behind you a sexy nighttime view of like lights or anything, or is it just? I don't. I didn't know like what the words coming out of your mouth was gonna. What I was possibly gonna say. (laughs) Because I was really concerned for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Before I before I you answer whether you do or not. Because during the daytime, whether I do or not have a sexy nighttime view from my. Let me explain why. Let me explain. Because during the daytime, she has a really great view. But during the nighttime, does she have the type of view where, well, I'm there, I'm going to say, look at these city lights, let me make a martini from the bar cart. (laughs) Actually, yes. And well, how come you never never post it and you never make a martini at the bar cart and look out at the view while you're a tortured singer? I'm so glad you've asked. Um, One, because I don't like martinis. I only like martinis. Well, you know what I mean. A cosmopolitan, maybe. But um, I don't know. I haven't sent you a picture of the nighttime view. I guess you'll see it live and in person in just a few days. But and I'll make it. I'll make it it sexy. Is it totally hard? Are big. The windows are big. Is it totally hard? Yeah, I mean it's no New York City. It's still Nashville, but. Hello, it's New York. And there are city lights, <laughs> and you will hear the party buses as they drive by, <laughs> the live music to and fro, and you will hear lots of sirens. Which me, just being from a small town country girl, I'm not used to any of these noises at night. Let me tell you. You know what I miss about your old apartment? That what? if you are asleep on the couch in the living room in your old apartment, and the shades are drawn, and you don't know what the weather looks like outside, it sounds like it, it used to sound like it was raining because there was a drip coming from somewhere, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was very soothing. <laughs> Yes, well, lucky for you, I always play the fan noise, the box fan on my phone, and I sleep to that. So that might be comforting for you. Um, I was trying to think of another joke, but I got nothing. I guess we can, we can change subjects. <laughs> Ashley's out of material, so we got to move on. <laughs> Shoot. All I know is that when Abby, last time she stayed at my house, she cleaned me out of house and home for breakfast. She said, what do you have? I need to stack on the protein. <laughs> Well, the thing is, Ashley eat eats one like of the things, a 92-year-old eat, grandmother. I eat one of the things out of all of the things that you ate for breakfast together. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, first of all, I weigh twice as much as you, so I need more food to, like, sustain me throughout the day. Second of all, <laughs> You I'm don't know when your next meal is coming from me because I refuse to eat unless it's a massive dinner. I love massive dinners. Do you dinners. realize how much skeletal muscle mass I have? I do because I took a body scan the other day and I learned. Well, do that. I want to go. Yeah, it was really interesting. Actually, let me let me consult my chart. I have it right here. <laughs> hair that you were shuffling papers for your big meeting. It was just <laughs> oh, your okay, body yeah. mass index. So 82.9 pounds of my body is skeletal muscle mass, which is actually insane. It's like she's a tank. It's extremely high, especially for women. Um, so that's actually really fun. I've been honestly like focusing on the gym, like everybody knows that, but it's like cool to see my results and stuff. So when you have more muscle in your body compared to like fat, not talking about weight, I'm I'm talking about muscle to mat ratio, ratio. if you have more muscle, you burn more calories at rest throughout the day. Therefore you need more food. So you feel hungrier a lot easier. And that's your science of the day. Women in STEM. (laughs) Women in STEM. (laughs) Um, Anywho. Me justifying like how much I eat. It's probably so (laughs) triggering to everyone. (laughs) Abby sitting there having having several milkshakes per day. I need it for the calories. Women in STEM. (laughs) I'm literally like a teenage boy who plays football and carries around like a gallon jug of water and like eats protein all day. That's me. All right. Well, let's get into it. 
me and Barbie packaging. It's like workout Barbie, but she's like, <laughs> like clanging weights. Be. She's like bench pressing. You should be. What happened? I keep making jokes when we keep getting trying to talk over each other. We get the last laugh. And you should be for Halloween workout Barbie, and you should be in a box, and you should carry a pink weight. <laughs> That's so funny. Holy shit. Capitalize on that one. Write that down. Write oh, that in the man. bar down. Oh, that's um, good. Okay, so let's get into it. We have a plethora of information at our fingertips, whether it be through the media, like Taylor Swift, who raised us, all of her incredible lyrics that is just completely unmatched in the entire industry, or whether it be TikTok, where there's a plethora of, again, people who have lived on this earth longer than us, who are willing and able to give us kind advice that help us get through the day. Willing Mm -hmm. and able-bodied. Willing and able-bodied, and we send these to each other. I think that's so nice is, like, obviously TikTok is dumb and a lot of parts is just, like, silly and whatever, but, like, sometimes people have really valuable advice, and I'm so grateful that they're just, like, willing to share. So we're going to share some trickle-down economics, some trickle-down advice that we've, gotten, <laughs> that we've gotten from the internet <laughs> and from Taylor Swift because it's, like, very on theme with us seeing her in just a few short days. Apparently, there was some miscommunication on exactly what the subject was going to be. I'm going to take the Taylor Swift route, and Abby's going to take the uh, trickle-down economics from a TikTok route. Something – or one thing that I've garnered from Taylor Swift um, is something that I told Abby a while ago, and she wrote it down on her post-it. I saw it, and it was on her desk. I don't know where that little scrap of paper went now, but everybody thinks that you're embarrassing until you're successful. And where did she say that? When she was giving a speech or something? I think so. I, I know I, I garnered it from her. when she was graduating from college randomly, even though she didn't go to college. Remember that? <laughs> it's called a commencement address, you buffoon. <laughs> she, it's not that she was graduating from college. It's that she's so accomplished that she got asked to do a commencement address. <laughs> oh, thank you for clarifying. I thought they gave her like an honorary. Well, they, gave, like, they, they also gave her one, yes. Okay, but even well, if they hadn't that. given her one, they still ask famous people to come and speak at usually places they graduated from. So if you and make it big fact, enough. my uncle spoke at Pepperdine once. Exactly. You know what a commencement address is. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't know the term. So thank you so much for calling me a buffoon and educating me. <laughs> In absentia, we used to call you that. <laughs> absentia hunt. Um, but everybody thinks that you're embarrassing until you're successful. And I think no one knows this better than Taylor Swift and Abby. Um, it's embarrassing to put yourself out there and it's embarrassing to start new ventures and stuff. However, once you're successful, everyone's clamoring to be close to you. Close to the that source. is so fucking true. Just think about all of the TikTok creators and the influencers who had to start somewhere and post really cringy stuff. And people were like, why do you think anyone would care what you have to say or what you're wearing? And then all of a sudden, a bunch of people do. A bunch and- of people do. <laughs> and if she ever becomes truly famous, then we're going to, of course, be like, oh, we've been her best friend all along. <laughs> well, mine was also from Taylor Swift. It's from a song that I recently learned that Ashley doesn't really love or hold close to her heart, which kind of like upsets me. It's the song 15 on the Fearless album. No, I like it. It just makes me sad. Well, yeah, Ashley, sometimes songs are supposed to do that. They're supposed to make you emote <laughs> different well, I'm emotions. Never gonna put, I'm never going to go in the car and say, let me put on 15. It makes me a little sad. Okay, well, the biggest lesson I took away from that song, which I've highlighted here, are back then I swore I was going to marry him someday, but I realized some bigger dreams of mine. And in the same vein, you'll do greater things than marry the boy on the football team. Yeah. This is home hard for Abby. It does hit home hard for me because as Ashley and I were talking about earlier, my trickle down therapy from her is that we were talking about how I always seek validation from male's approval. And I think even hearing this song at such a young age, it like really opened my eyes. I was like, wow, like 
there is such a bigger world outside of high school or if you want to apply that to your life, like outside of the little bubble of of the sphere that you live your life in, like there are just going to be so many things that you haven't even experienced, so many people you haven't met yet in your life and dreams that you don't even know that you have right now that you're going to later have and then hopefully accomplish. And it just was like, wow, let's take a step back. Let's get some perspective on our lives here. And something that I have thought about since she said it, um, and I was telling one of my friends, Talia Hubble, we had her on a few weeks ago. She's- I thought you meant Talia was one of our friends, and I was like, yes, she is. <laughs> I'd like her to be. Um, mm-hmm. uh, In my heart, she is. Did you see? Did I send it to you? Her mom followed us on Instagram. <laughs> no, I could literally throw up. I'll send, her, I'll send her a screenshot, keep the connection alive. Um, it's a Pamela Hubble. I'm assuming it's her mother. Um, she... <laughs> She said life is very long in a positive way, not like in the T.S. Eliot way, in a positive way. She said life is very long and like it has a lot of eras and mm-hmm. a lot of like you How could do fitting. something for six months, you could do something for a year, you could do something for five years. And if you live to old age, that's not that long. Yeah, it's really comforting. And I think in because it's Taylor weekend, we should talk about what era of life we're in because we're talking about how there's all these different eras of our lives in your oh, young 20s, your young mid 20s. Personally, my era is, this is my grinding era, and it is certainly not my saving money era, which it certainly could be, but it's not. And I will tell you, I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot about how money flies through that door. As you were sending me last night, $300 leather jackets, $200 I didn't buy them, but I didn't buy them. No, that's good restraint. Good, good restraint. And you know what? As long as the most important part of your money is flowing to Suntan City, I think that's a good investment because that'll only further your career. And I just do need to tell everyone, Sunton City $10 spray tans every Monday and Tuesday in May. That's all. And I might go if we have. I know that we're jam-packed. I know that we are to the broom with activities. But sorry, I'm late to my flight. Got to get to Suntan City on a Monday. Oh, you want to go on Monday? I would go. I would go if we had time. If we don't have time. I'm getting one today. I'm getting one tonight. That's fine. Yeah. Do what you must. Your hair looks really thick and texturized at the top. I can't believe that your hair is growing again. Oh, it's. Well, this is the texture that it is, actually, just out of the top. Well, it looks really thick at the top. It always has been. Well, yeah, but there was a. thick at the top and then it gets thin at the bottom. But there was a point when it was not like that. Remember when it was like broken off, like right here? And you said, why? Who gave me bangs? I didn't cut these myself. (laughs) (laughs) She's doing so good. I have a shower filter. You'll see the shower filter when you shower here. Okay. Um, I, there's a famous radio interview by Taylor Swift, which we have sent to each other a very long time ago, where she's talking about life in your twenties. And she says that your life can be romantic, even if you're not in a romance. And I think that some people mm. <clears throat> need to hear that more than others, which is actually interesting because your life is, you know, your life is romantic, but you also need to have both. But, um, yeah. even if you're not in a romance, your life can be romantic in so many different ways. It's endless. This is beating the dead horse, you know, the whole romanticize your life. That but is so it's, beautiful, though. it's true. Like you don't have to be in some love affair to have a love affair with other aspects of your life or yourself. You can have a love affair with buying tulips from Trader Joe's and making your apartment like so happy to come home to. A hundred percent. You can have a love affair with traveling, with where you live, with your family. With, with finding the best marg in your city. Try them all. Try one, 100%. try all. You could be a starving artist writing a book. They're so... <laughs> oh, so you could fall in love with your art. Mm-hmm. I wish Your I art matters, Peyton Sawyer. Yeah. Your art matters. 
<laughs> and she also said in that is that it's important to learn to be alone in your 20s and learning to define yourself on your own terms. Okay, let's let's unpack that. Moving to because... New York if you want to move to I'm not done quoting her. Moving Sorry. to New York if you want to move to New York, changing yep. your style, changing the way you look, changing every single thing about yourself or keeping it the same and not saying wow, this guy or this partner that I'm chasing or following or just even attached to, like, even like, maybe I love the person, but gosh, now, like, it's my fault that I got myself into the situation where I love this person. I have to take their feelings into account and I can't just do precisely what I want when I want. Yeah. 100%. Sorry for cutting you off, but I think we should unpack that because this is a good conversation that I think people need to have with themselves. I think there are some people, especially in your twenties, when you're most likely in your single era or just more likely to like not be married and like have a house and stuff. People who desperately want to live alone and like their own space and like their alone time. And the people like me who desperately hate being alone, need to be around people all the time, need to have constant stimulation, blah, blah, blah. And I think there it's a double-edged sword because obviously you can like isolate yourself to a, a negative point where you're alone too much, or you can be like me and like never sit with your thoughts and like never really be alone and but like there's also the third option in my opinion which is there's that and then there's the one where you are never alone but like you have a partner yeah like not just like that you're not physically alone but that you have a partner like you might never physically be alone very often because you can't handle your own inner voice <laughs> no, I mean, but i just like but, no i know so. i know i know you <laughs> can't physically be alone because you can't have have your own inner voice, but like, you're not going to base your decisions off of the people that you're physically around, like the girl that you live with or. Right. Right. Whereas where when you're with a partner, it's like, wait, I do love them. And I do might have to tie a little bit, take them into account. Like you don't have to, but like if you see a future with them, like you might want to think about doing that. No, totally. What I'd like to know from you, because I think that you actually are better at, having alone time and like appreciating alone time and like keeping your own self company than I am. Is that something that just comes really natural to you or is that something that you had to work on? Cause I know you're an extrovert. I think that I am very good. No, I, in my eyes, I feel like I can't really be alone. Like I couldn't live to 100% alone with no one else at all. Yeah. Um, I think that I am okay at being alone I, there's just a threshold. Like, I couldn't go 24 hours. <laughs> right. There's just a threshold. I think it's just all comes down to personality because – I can't even go five. <laughs> because, for example, when we had Tali on, she was saying that – she's like, I could go four days being alone. Yeah, and I'm like, I oh just, my God. I think it all comes down to your personality. I think that you might be a little bit dramatic. I think you might have to, like, wean yourself a little bit. I think I'm neurotic. You get bored. I don't – I personally, like – like my sister will say the words I'm bored like 500 times. No, I am your sister. We are one and the same. I think that you're just really hyperactive. I mean, you have you ever tried having like an animal around? Like that makes you feel like you're not alone. Like it's actually a huge, sure. massive, massive difference. Like yeah. it's some, like you can talk to it. <laughs> no, that's why I, I it's think it's actually a really, really big thing. In my apartment building that lives alone has a pet. Like everyone has a dog here. Yeah, But no, I think also something that I've noticed is even when I am alone, I constantly have to be playing like a podcast or a TV show in the background or reading my book or watching YouTube video. Like I have to like be stimulated. And I think, well, I very much, I very much, but this has been since I was little, this has been since I was little. Um, I very much 
like we have the TV on, on in the house very often. We're like, like we were always big TV people, so I'm like noise. big on having the TV on. Um, but I think that you honestly just need to like wean yourself a little bit because you are an extreme, extreme case. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know nothing if not the extremes. But the but the original statement was that defining yourself without necessarily having a partner involved in your life. Yeah. If that's something that you are seeking. I know some people like want to, you know, get engaged early and married, you know, early 20s, but certainly yeah. can it be Abby. And let's talk about it because Ashley, before this call, this little chit chat has challenged me to try and be single and maybe I will try and be single. But, like, I'm one of those girls that literally has never, like, not even – Which is fascinating. Had, like, I was talking to. Like, Which I don't is know. fascinating just, because I she's no pick-me. She's no pick-me. I'll tell you that. So I'm a little confused on where it's all coming from. I think I just think it's fun. Like, it stemmed from Lots just, like – oxymorons. Yeah. I'm, I'm confusing. I'm a confusing girl. I'm a lot of – That comes from your, your innate need to never be alone like even like mm-hmm. you need stimulation of having someone around you or the noise on you also just need like the emotional stimulation of like flirting with someone constantly and I think that maybe you should try flirting with life but you already do that that's where things are so confusing <laughs> I flirt with everything that walks I flirt with girls I flirt with life I flirt with boys I flirt with anything yeah, uh, I told Abby, why don't you try a little something called don't be communicating with a boy. You're allowed to flirt in public as much as your heart desires. But why don't and you I try? Don't, like, I don't know that person, that the Abby that doesn't do that. I don't know her. But I'd like to meet her, I think. And I think I'm at a good point. I think you point. should. Yeah. I think I'm at a good point in my life, in my 20s, where I think that would be smart to do so. Um, tough timing with summer coming up because how much is time hot girl summer? <laughs> That's kind of going to be tough, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe I could do it for a month. Do you think I could do it for four weeks? Great. I think you could do it for four weeks. Yeah, but I think it's going to be a stretch of the imagination for yourself. Maybe I should make it a TikTok series. Day one of not talking to boys. This is how I feel. <laughs> the guy that Abby's dating season on TikTok. Um, <laughs> straight from the source. Um, but yeah, but it's interesting because I don't think you let these men define you. It's a very interesting, interesting little thing. We should slice your brain up for science. We should. And I think that'd be really interesting. I'd like to know the results, but I'd be dead. So another lesson that I've gleaned from um, Taylor herself straight from the horse's mouth is that in recent things, which we, I mean, I've had discussed this privately and I think on the podcast was, is that she, yes, she has it all, but if she can implode a long-term relationship that probably could have been marriage from Mm -hmm. what we could all tell in her thirties, it's okay for Mm -hmm. you to do the same because I personally know, I think if I were her age and I was in a six year relationship, I wouldn't be, you know, obviously that's very anxiety inducing if you want to have a family, yeah. which do we? I don't well, know. How do we know that she, how do we she, know maybe that she never even liked him? Maybe it was a PR relationship, you know? No, you don't write the lover album from a PR relationship. Sorry. Okay. Anyway. That's fine. That's fine and fair. But like, you just don't know the situation, obviously. However, it's like starting from scratch in your thirties. How do we know that Blondie broke up with him? Maybe he broke up with her. Either way, starting from scratch in your 30s. <laughs> yeah. Starting from scratch in your 30s. I think, honestly, people in our generation are just doing things later, and it's becoming more and more common, like getting married later, having kids later, and Lord knows in this economy, buying houses later. So there's no rush, and that's nice to know. Yeah. There's no rush. There's no rush for it to, to arrive rush. to your life. You're always on time for your own life. Yes. What's your next lesson? Lots of clickbaity stuff. Marlins well, baseball team. 
if you guys are she's familiar, wearing. <laughs> if you guys are familiar with what's her name, Anna High. Oh, the woman that? on TikTok. Yes, it is. She does a lot of like big sister advice. I think she's in her early 30s, if I had to guess. Yeah. And she does like makeup and she's really classy. She's really classy and she's just so eloquent and yeah, Anna Kai, sorry, K A I. And if you've seen anything that has to do with like self help or like life in your 20s kind of TikToks, you'll, yeah, I'm sure you've seen her. But Ashley and I were just sending some back and forth and we're like, wow, this is literally such good information, especially the one with recognizing that you can love someone and they can still not be the right person for you. That's like a tale as old as time when it comes to me as I am. Abby's written that book a lot of times. As I'm a serial monogamist and I just blow through these men left and right. And I just, I don't know. I think it's a double-edged sword for me in terms of dating, just personal share, because I am someone who wears my heart on my sleeve. I'm a cancer. I'm very emotional, but I I just give very freely. Like I give my love and my time and my attention very freely. I don't hold my cards very close to my chest. What you see is what you get. Like when I start getting to know someone, I'm all in, you know? Abby's a polarizing figure. She said it. Not a ton of walls to break down here. Okay. (laughs) Not a ton. And maybe that's just because I'm a very trusting person and I've been very fortunate to grow up in like a loving household and I don't have a lot of like abandonment issues or like weird attachments or anything like that. So I just, I mean, ignorance is bliss. I'm just out here ignorantly loving all these people. And every time I've been so like let down because I have such high expectations, but I think it's good to have high expectations. I think it's good to recognize that you can still care for someone very deeply, but like know when to cut it off, which is the thing that I struggle with is the knowing when to cut it off. And keep yeah. Well, I think forward. it takes a lot of maturity also. And yeah, it, it ain't easy. It sure yeah. ain't easy. That's for damn sure. Um, but somebody commented on, on her video and was like, yeah, don't let your boyfriend stop you from meeting your husband. And yeah. that kind of woke. Because it's the age old question that me and Abby could sit at a bar top and talk about for hours, which is, I mean, everyone's different. Like, how long do you keep dating someone that you're not going to marry? I know. And honestly, and it's different. Like, it just depends on everyone's different priorities. Like, some people are okay with dating someone for years and years and saying, well, I'll learn lessons from it no matter what. Right. But it just, or it's like, why am I wasting my time? Because at the same time, if you do want to get married, you'll have an infinite of time, amount of time having to take someone into account and a finite of time, amount of time defining your own self. So something else on the flip side, playing devil's advocate of like not wasting my time kind of thing. I think our culture, like the young, the youth of America, too selfish. We're really selfish with our time, which is good. But also I think ick culture and like people getting the icks in the whole, if he wanted to, he would kind of thing. It doesn't really make for healthy communication. And also it just like makes it so easy to like throw men to the wayside or like potential partners to the wayside when you like first start getting to know them and you really don't know anything about them. All you know is like the picture you have in your head of them because you've been on what, like three dates with someone. And so I would like challenge people to maybe if you are actually interested in someone and you are looking for a long-term relationship at this point in your life to give it some time, because I think honestly, from my experience, it really does take three full months of seeing someone before you have a complete picture of like who they are in a relationship, who they are in their life. And then honestly a full year before you can really know, like, could I marry this person? At least, at least. And of course yeah. there are like, other, there are other like circumstances, but I think if you like, we're just so quick to be like, 
oh, I got the ick or, oh, he didn't do this one thing. So I'm just going to like throw him away. And it's like, well, how about you communicate your needs and let them know because boys can't read your mind just like you can't read theirs. And then if they don't do it, then that's a problem, you know? Yeah. It's like in the other woman where she's like, when I was 24, my dating options were everybody. And now that I'm 30, whatever, 40, she's like, it's no one. (laughs) Um, That's why I think that we, it's, it's because (laughs) we, I mean, we do have so many options right now, but yeah, yeah, that's some food for thought. The last one that I have is that it's okay to be excited about things and keep your enthusiasm. I think that a lot of people feel like they can't be excited about stuff. And maybe that's just those people you're surrounding yourself with. And I know you can't help that necessarily. And it is hard to meet people that you can be excited about stuff with genuinely. But I mean, the more you show your enthusiasm, the more you'll attract the type of people that want to be around the things that you're enthusiastic about, or at least have someone who's interested in those things. For example, Abby's very enthusiastic about Rob Duvall. I don't want to be, but I like having that energy around. But I appreciate that energy. <laughs> I'm enthusiastic about horse racing. <laughs> and I appreciate but, that enthusiasm. But more serious but stuff. If you want someone who's enthusiastic about, Abby's extremely enthusiastic about life. And I love going places oh, with her. You. She's like a puppy. I'm enthusiastic about making things special, hosting stuff, making these aesthetically pleasing. I mean, you just have to, you can't be embarrassed about being enthusiastic and going the extra mile. It's okay to be inside. That's so true. And anyone who tries to dull that shine or tries to make you feel bad or inadvertently makes you feel bad about being enthusiastic, cut them out. I know Abby's had boys in her life that aren't as – like think it's silly with all of the pictures and all of that and the influencing stuff. I think that's something she's really enthusiastic about. I think that's really special and fun. So, I mean, you attract the right people. And if you think about it, once you do find a core group of like girlfriends or community that loves you and sees you exactly who you are, that does set the bar so high for dating because then you go out and you meet. That makes it hard. (laughs) If these men don't make you feel the way that your friends make you feel, then it's like, God, what's the point? Like, do you even see me? Do you even know me? And it's so hard because guys and girls are literally so different with the way that they think like girls can just understand how to connect on a deeper level and like, get really emotional and really vulnerable very easily in our conversations because we talk so damn much, but men, it's just so surfacey. It's like, from my experience, it's either been, you know, like a traditionally masculine man who is really into sports and weightlifting and whatever, like a traditional masculine guy, like whatever you'd envision that of. And they don't have those conversations. They don't get deep. They don't talk about like literature or music or like art or have conversations about you sound like a woman (laughs) like joe march they either don't do that but like maybe that's the kind of man you're attracted to but then you're missing that emotional element of it or the other end is like men who are very in tune with their emotions and they're all like almost too emotional and then you kind of get the ick from that because you're like wait i can't date like another quote-unquote like woman like too too in tune with this feminine energy like that's just not going to work for me either so it's tough it is tough out here but something I like is that because I date so much I feel like I learn a lot like really a lot yeah you should be um you should be blogging all of this you should write a book you should you should be writing these all accounts and posting them we'll have it we'll start a website again and we'll have a blog page about Abby's dating um I have some snack time if I don't know if you have more stuff that you wanted to say though No, I feel like this has been really good girl chat. So I'm ready to move on to to snack time. And if anyone's unfamiliar, tell them what snack time is, Ash. Snack time is a name that we fought about back and forth, like most things. And (laughs) it is. But now it like 100%, I I love it. And it's where we talk about all the stuff that we've been snacking, all the media that we've been consuming, books, movies, podcasts, shows. 
yeah, that's all the media. Yeah, <laughs> Those are the mediums. Yeah, that's um, so I only have two things. Abby is on a journey learning to read again. I wrote them down. What are they? Oh, one is the Luke Combs song that you sent me, Outrunning Your Memory. I really like it. Outrunning your memory. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Outrunning your memory. Um, And then we were also sending each other like 90s, even 80s, really old school country last night as well, which is always a good throwback. And then two books, one book, it's called Fly Away. It's a follow up to Firefly Lane, one of our favorite books. By Kristen Hannah. It's a little bit of a downer, but I honestly really enjoyed it. Yeah, by Kristen Hannah. I thought it was good. Like if you like Firefly Lane, the book, the TV show, they're they're very different, but like consume both um, by all means. I thought it was good. Like, I would read it maybe. It's a little down at some points, but it was good enough. Okay. And speaking of Firefly Lane, part of my snack time that I was going to share is I am almost to the end of season two. I'm pretty sure there's only going to be two seasons because that's kind of where the story ends. But um, I'm feeling very emotional and I'm enjoying this latter half of the show better than I thought because I honestly think the book is better and like it is in most cases. But I do feel like... I have an appreciation for the show and it's been so long since I've read the book that I can kind of appreciate the show for what it is as opposed to like constantly comparing it to the book. And the last few episodes of like a grown adult friendship of these women who have been friends for so many years and now they're in their like late 40s and like one's a mom and one has this big career. Like that's just like making me so emotional and I'm going to sob at the end of this thing. Like already. Yeah. And like a lot. A lot. Did you see that TikTok and it was the wo- the women were like probably our parents age like they were like 55 and they were like time for our annual like girls trip like we met in school and the one friend is forcing them all to take TikTok content and they rented like a sports car and she has them leaning oh. out the window taking content that's you no that's literally going to be us and if it's not us I'll be so sad do you have you learned have you started reading again yes I am reading the I am Paris Paris's memoir Paris Hilton <laughs> no no that's really good but that is the last thing I expected you to say <laughs> and it's terribly on brand I'm reading I am Paris it's Paris the memoir sorry it's a great coffee table book let me tell you it's beautiful but I am reading it it's by my bed right now her PR team sent it to me and was like we would love for you to try out this book can we ship it to you and I said no can you I ship will it to me? how quickly can you get it here <laughs> <laughs> I will be reading some of it for yeah. sure while I'm there. Um, that's terribly disgustingly on brand. Yeah, I'm only like a quarter of the way in, but it's funny. I don't really I don't read a lot of memoirs, so it's like interesting. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Stars are blind. I haven't listened to that in a while. <laughs> One of my favorite songs. If the stars are blind. Um something that I do to help me read. I don't like nonfiction, but I can get into a good memoir. Um, or like literary memoir. Sometimes I'll read two at the same time pick up the memoir wow. or read like two chapters, put it down, don't touch it for a week. <laughs> Just a real selfish choice you got there. <laughs> <laughs> we should. Sorry, we're late to the concert. We're watching Sophie's Choice and Bridges of Madison County. <laughs> yeah, the freaks. I also, in the world of Snack Time for Books, I did order the Emily Henry book. Um, Happy That's been Place. getting good reviews. That's been getting good good yeah, reviews. It's been all over. It's bright pink. It looks stunning on my rainbow uh, bookshelf over here, right over on the other side of the yeah. window. But I ha- I'm, I'll be reading that next after the Paris memoir. Good. Good choice. I, you. you know, how I like own a fair amount of books. You know, they're in stacks everywhere. But things have gotten really, really – do you have to go right now? 
in like, like one minute, yeah. Let me finish my sentence. Things have okay. gotten really, really out of hand because I, for a while, I guess I didn't realize used bookstores exist. So like now it's like, oh, wow, I could get five for 15 or $20. So now there's – and the, mm-hmm. the, the crime now, the crime against humanity is so many books exist. All of the new used bookstores, they look like new because people read them. They get rid of them. They take up too much space. You're moving. Got to dump yeah. them. So now it's like, of course I'll buy these like new books for 3 or $4. And now it's out of control. Books everywhere. No, it's too many. <laughs> You're like the Mad Hatter books stacking up left and right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you go to your local used bookstore. <laughs> no, there are so many good bookstores here. I want to go to McCabe if we have time. Let's it's go. a huge Let's go. bookstore. Yeah, it's super cute. But um, Why don't we do Ashley, that on Shopping Shopping Sunday? Yeah, Shopping Sunday. Ashley said she has a book for us to read this weekend when she comes and visits, but she won't. Oh, yeah, I'll bring it. it. I'll bring it. Is it a secret? I actually or do you bought it? it. They opened a bookstore in Malibu. Got oh. it there. Cute. Why did they not have one before? My God. I don't know. I really mm. don't know. I, Why didn't sure we open rent. one? I'm sure the rent. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for listening. We have a lot of good content this weekend. I guess it will come, will come out on Friday. So we are hanging out. We have good content going on now. And subscribe. Leave us a review. We send them to each other. Send us a DM. We send those to each other as well. Um, and all of our stuff is linked in the show notes for a bunch of discounts on a few different fun companies that we really enjoy. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate every single one of you. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as we're trying to grow and follow along. This content this weekend is going to be sickening with the tailor, with the outfits, with the Nashville of it all. And we're so excited to hang out. <laughs>